Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Out of the Blue. You're listening to 3CR 855 AM. You could also be listening to digital radio, audio on demand or our podcast. Pretty much there are a million and one ways to listen to us and you really should get on board 3CR. Before we start the show today, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land from which 3CR is broadcasting from and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. So today is International Women's Day. So it's actually an amazing time to be in the studio because there are only women around at the moment. There are no men in the studio today, just women. So we are going to be celebrating women who are involved in marine conservation and the amazing efforts that they are making in what, for a very long time, was a male-dominated industry. Tree Project are a Melbourne-based organisation that have been replanting Indigenous trees in Victoria for 30 years now, and we need your help. You can become a Tree Project member, a seedling grower in your own backyard, or organise your friends to do a planting day. If you're a landholder in rural Victoria and would like to restore habitat on your land, Tree Project is keen to help out. We also offer sponsorship opportunities and take work teams for a planting day. Visit treeproject.org.au to learn more. A 3CR supporter. So welcome to Out of the Blue. It is International Women's Day. As I said, there are only women in the studio today. And we've been joined by a woman who hasn't been in the studio for how long? Three years. Three years. It's gone very quickly. Come on, introduce yourself like you did back (laughs) in the day. Well, that's an interesting thing. It feels like it was just yesterday that I was here. So... Welcome to Out of the Blue. It's Morgan here, previous <laughs> presenter. Um, I remember back in the day traveling from Warnable all the way from Windy Warnable to the studio to do the show. See, that is crazy. So, that is absolutely nuts. And it's so great to be here on such an important day as International Women's Day. I'm so glad you could join us. Thank you. Thank it's you. nice to have previous presenters on. Absolutely. And we were just chatting about how normally you'd be on my side of the desk yes. doing the panelling and operating all the scary stuff that goes live. Absolutely. It's very relaxing. <laughs> here on the other side of the desk being the <laughs> so guest. So I've heard. It's been a while since I've been on that side. Absolutely. Okay, so today we are here because we want to celebrate women who are doing amazing things in the conservation field. And there are so many out there. I mean, we were compiling a list before the show and it, it got ex- so extensive. It we're did. like, everyone's going to get like a, a two-second shout-out and that's <laughs> if we can say their name in two seconds. Like that's yeah. all the time we've got. There's so many women. And so many people that have done so much, you know, we just don't have the time to not only say who they are but to say what they do. Absolutely. Well, I thought I would kick off today though with, I mean, she's basically Australian marine <laughs> conservation royalty 
Valerie Taylor. So Valerie, usually you hear a name associated with her husband, Ron. We are going to be celebrating more of Valerie today. Mm-hmm. So she was or is Australia's own marine pioneer, multi-award winning photographer, filmmaker. I mean, when you watch Jaws and you see the live great white shark footage, that's from Valerie yep. and Ron and Valerie. <laughs> like they were the first people to swim with great white sharks without a cage. Yeah, it was unimaginable back then, I'm sure. Absolutely crazy. So in 2008, she was awarded the Australian Geographic Lifetime of Conservation Award. And I think very well deserved. Yeah, definitely. She has been doing amazing stuff. She's 84 years old and she's still scuba dives. Yep, she's still out there. I mean, she does admit it's only in warm water and she has <laughs> assistance with the gear. But mm. I was like, you know what? I hope I'm still diving at 84. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, next up is, I guess, her American equivalent. Mm-hmm. We have Sylvia Earle, who's one of the ocean elders and is committed to protecting the ocean and its inhabitants. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an explorer in residence with National Geographic and has been since 1998. She was the first female chief scientist for NOAA, so the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and she's the author of over 150 publications. Yeah, definitely. I know that I've got quite a few of those, and as well, if you don't know about her, there is a film about her on Netflix, so you can get the full history of her. She was someone that was always in teams of men, and it was quite crazy to think that she would be on these expeditions because she was a woman, and she justified science really differently as a woman and just took it head on. Yeah, well, I, I think she and, like, Jane Goodall are sort of an mm. equivalent. Jane's on the land, though, obviously. Yes. But, yes, yeah, she was always surrounded by men with her science as and well. And an amazing communicator. She's always out there communicating and talking about the effects of climate change or talking about the importance of the ocean. Yeah. With a whole range of different people. Well, I've been lucky enough to see her speak mm. in Monaco wow. and also Hawaii. But, yeah, very engaging. Mm-hmm. And, and tries to focus on the positive as well because I think yes. you can get really weighed down with all the negative ocean stuff. Yeah. Somebody who's looking at the ocean a little differently is Madison Stewart. You may know her as Jacques Girl. So she was the winner of the 2017 Australian Geographic Young Conservationist of the Year Award and she's out there protecting sharks. And her mum said from a very young age she always wanted to help the scary animals, Yeah, which I think is really sweet. Yeah, and she's one of those people that just live and breathe the ocean from such a young age. Yeah. So like many of us women, we've been living in and around the ocean our whole lives, which is what led us to want to conserve it. And she's another one of those that has just grown up in the water, basically has gills. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I love her approach too. She will go and speak to people who are out there doing the shark fishing. Yep. And engage with them and find out, well, what is it that you do? Are you doing it because that's what you've always done or are you doing it because there's no other alternative? And then she begins to bring in that conservation side of things. Yeah, and it's really interesting. Some of the work she's done even is testing the fish at the fish markets and she does a lot in Indonesia and around the world. Um, But she just has a really unique way of finding out the information and making it really simple. Um, She's fantastic on social media too really engaging um getting young people to think about sharks differently or just the marine environment as Mm. well and you can catch her in the ocean conservation documentary blue yes yes 
Speaking of documentaries, there is also director Danielle Ryan, who, with her co-director James Sherwood, have released their latest marine conservation documentary, mm-hmm. The Map to Paradise, yes. which I saw uh, a couple of weeks ago yes. at Palace Cinemas in Baldwin. Yep, and I also saw it at Nova, so a fantastic film. Also that, it's not the doom and gloom, it's the positive, no. it's the how do we protect it, um, how do we get others to care about it. Yeah, and they cover the six continents and they look mm-hmm. at, you know, what's being done and what we can do as humanity to try and protect the ocean. But the thing that really jumped out at me, and I can't remember where it was in Asia, if you remember, Morgan, please mm-hmm. let me know, um, but there was a group that were trying to get local girls involved in scuba diving. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. Was that in the Philippines? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, it was, now that you've said that, yes. <laughs> and I loved that they were getting girls involved Yeah, because, I mean, scuba diving when I started, there was – there were women, but yes. I would still say it was maybe 60, 40% men. Yeah, definitely. And it's also, you know, the ocean is what connects us all. And so that was giving them opportunities to travel, to have a career, um, exactly. but also passing on to the next generation. That was a big part of it was passing on to the next generation. This is your ocean. This is your future. Mm. You should protect it. And if you don't know about it, you're not going to want to protect it. Yeah, that sense of ownership. Mm-hmm. You can do something. So it's a visually stunning documentary. If you haven't seen it, look up the map to paradise it is a really good one there and then i've got one on my list here that i feel like people have probably forgotten about now i don't know if the name molly steer Mm. is going to be at the front of everyone's minds when they think about marine conservation um but i'm fairly sure people remember her story so molly back in 2017 when she was nine years old started a campaign to rid cans in far north queensland of single-use plastic straws. Yep. A very popular tourist destination. Yeah. People from all over the world. Um, straws, you know, there's lots of bars around there. People would have seen her or heard from her on War on Waste, but also she's done a TED Talk as yes. well. Um, and she's done amazing, amazing things up there. Her story went viral mm-hmm. and soon over 10,000 students committed to join her on her crusade to ban plastic straws. The Straw No More campaign has now been adopted by over 16 schools across Queensland and it just shows that one person can make a difference. And I found even in Melbourne, if I go out to bars these days, and I used to take my metal straw with me, which would always start a really interesting conversation with the bartenders, um, but I found these days most people are offering paper. Yeah, or else they're just saying no straws. Exactly, or straw upon request, which I think is a really fantastic way of just reminding people, hey, do you actually need that? Mm. Let's think this through. Yeah. All right, well, we are going to go to a quick song before we continue celebrating all women in marine conservation. So up next is Understand by Christine Arnu. When I was in trouble, you held out your hand. If you've got a problem, I will understand. If you really want to, if you really need to, understand.
Tune in to 3CR on March 8th as we dish up another feast of radical ideas to end gender inequality. Centering the voices of First Nations, refugee, migrant women and gender diverse people. Challenging liberal and corporate feminisms in discussions on sovereignty, workers' rights, nuclear disarmament, environmental justice, animal rights, as well as music and performance. From 11pm Saturday, March 7 to midnight Sunday, March 8 on 3CR Digital, 8.55am and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Check the website for more details. Roasting the Patriarchy. Recipes for dismantling the system. Well, welcome back to Out of the Blue on what is International Women's Day. And today we've been joined by Morgan, who used to be on the show, we decided, three years ago? Yeah, but it, again, it feels like yesterday. So you never know. They're all kind of molded into one. <laughs> so it's been, yeah, an interesting three years. I mean, I still can't believe it's March. I know. <laughs> I, I can't believe it's 2020. 2020. Like, let's be honest. The world is ending. Go? Yeah, the world is ending, obviously. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, coronavirus has taken hold. <laughs> Shouldn't shouldn't laugh, shouldn't laugh. No. It is an issue, just not as big as we're making it out to be. No. So, yeah, so over the past three years, it's been really interesting. Um, I've been doing my Master's of Communications at mm-hmm. RMIT. Um, so when I was on the show, I was completing my Bachelor of Marine Biology and Journalism. Yep. Um, went on to work for a government organisation in the environment for many years and then left there to focus on my studies. Um, at the moment, I'm at Plastic Oceans Australasia as the Communications and Media Manager. Um, Very cool. Which is my dream position. So getting to talk about the ocean and talk about plastic pollution is something that's so important to me. Um, So Plastic Oceans Australasia, they are a not-for-profit that delivers long-term programs um, for all ages. So that's community groups, businesses um, and individuals so that they can know how to live more sustainably without single-use plastics. Nice. Um, So there's things that um, Plastic Oceans Australasia do, such as school competitions. So Mm -hmm. at the moment, we've got the Turn the Tide school competition where a school will have an initiative to either reduce or eliminate single-use plastics in their schools and Mm -hmm. make a film about it and enter the competition. There's amazing prizes. Um, So it's little things like that that's really fun. Um, It's such an amazing team of people as well, which unintentionally is actually a team of women. Who are also really inspiring. So um, it includes Ricky Hurstborough and Stephanie Carras. And it's just such an amazing team that I get to go work with. Um, So it's been amazing. But today really made me think about different people over my career and over my education that have inspired me to work in the marine science Mm -hmm. field. And so thinking back, especially as well as the people that I work with at the moment um, at university, someone that some people that really inspired me was Julie Monden. Mm-hmm. So she's a lecturer at Deakin University in Warrnambool. So she focuses in aquatic ecotoxicology, but also she was the person that introduced me to plastic pollution ah. and it's the effects and the effects it has on the ocean, but also human health. So she's such an inspiring woman. She's so positive and kind and does so much for the ocean, but also for young people looking at 
their future in you know, marine biology and environmental science. Um, another person would be Alicia Belgrove, oh, who many people Alicia. would know. Yes, yes. Um, absolutely amazing woman as well. And so she does, would you like seaweed with that? Um, that was the first internship or my first experience doing science communication mm-hmm. with her. So that was an experience that just has changed my life and made me know that science communication is so important to the future. Um, but also that you can be really creative with marine biology. You don't have to do the status quo. There's so many things that need to be explored. Oh, and, and we don't all have to look after whales like in Free Willy. Yes. <laughs> no, is that not what we're doing? Oh, well, I've had it all wrong this yeah, entire time. Even the, the, it's all, it's the flora and fauna in the marine environment is so unique and so important to our future as, you know, we... Uh, more global, um, mm-hmm. the growing population, and how do we utilize the ocean without affecting it negatively? Yep. So there's some people that really over my life have inspired me. So on International Women's Day, I just wanted to acknowledge those women, and there's so many more as well. Yeah. Um, th- to thank as well for inspiring the next generation and by them inspiring me, I can then inspire the next generation as well. Well, we've also got um, Heidi Taylor from Tangaroa yes. Blue who's been on the show before. Definitely. And she is obviously helping people from a community science point of view to get involved and monitor their local environments and see what they can do as a community to try and reduce their plastic. Yeah. Um, somebody I follow on Instagram is Laura Wells. So she's a science communicator and model. Very big on sustainable fashion, but also reducing her plastic and a climate activist. And she's currently in Rapa Nui looking at um, microplastics, but also taking many a selfie with the giant heads, (laughs) which I think are really, really cool. Um, one that I have found recently on LinkedIn is Emily Penn. Mm-hmm. So she runs the expedition and that's with two X's. And that's where a team of all women on a sailboat travel around the world, collect plastic from the ocean to collect the data to make change. So she's doing incredible things. So if you don't know it, expedition with Emily Penn. Wow, um, so another traveling the world. That's so yes, cool. I mean, incredible. I would offer to help, but I spent two <laughs> days on a boat on the Great Barrier Reef last year. And for the next two days had <laughs> sea legs. I was like, I didn't think this was real, but maybe I'm not meant for life on a boat. Well, the other thing is she gets people from all different backgrounds. Um, so That's science cool. is obviously the focus, but it's, you know, people from all over the world. So they get to not only share the science, but they get to share their own experiences. So Maybe I'll get over my sea legs. I want to do that. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I'm definitely putting my hand up. Yeah. So putting my name out there, Emily, so give me a call. Um, also, Dr. Sue Pillen. So she's a science communicator um, who travels around but also is an, increase, uh, an incredible um, cartoonist. Ah. So she does a lot of drawings. Um, Visuals can be so good to get absolutely. people hooked on a cause. Yeah, so she does some incredible books too. So there's some people that I've found recently to just um, – yeah, inspire, looking at science differently. Well, I found one and it, it's probably a little left of field mm-hmm. out of everyone else we've been talking about. This person is is not a scientist. This person is a well-known actress. Yes. Um, Bonnie Wright, who many people would better know as Ginny Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing Harry Potter to the show yes. today. So she is very big on Instagram, as I feel everybody is these days. Um, but she has really moved towards a plastic-free lifestyle and she mm-hmm. shares a lot about package-free products that she buys. But she's also a massive supporter of a company called Fair Harbour and they do sustainable swimwear that's made out of recycled plastic bottles. Amazing. So everybody is jumping on board. Yeah. You don't have to be rich and famous to be able to make your 
landmark in marine conservation. No. It can be something really little. Yep. I'd like to put a shout out to my mum who has been reducing her plastic over the years but mainly I want to thank her because she kept forcing me to do swimming lessons when I was little. I have vivid memories of it at Box Hill Pool. Even though I was terrified and my swim teacher, another female, no idea what her name is, I was only little, um, told me that there were fish in the pool and I had to open my eyes underwater if I wanted to find the fish. And I look back on that now and I'm like, well, one, she lied to me. There were no fish in the pool. But... Just a couple wow, of band-aids. you know what? I've been swimming ever since. Yep. I never would have gone into scuba diving if I hadn't had those swimming lessons. Mm. So, yeah, big thanks to my mum who only learnt to swim when I was about six. Wow. Not a confident swimmer but still pushed us to make sure we had those skills mm-hmm. in the ocean. Exactly. And I wouldn't go to the beach. Well, actually, I haven't been in a while. I've been very busy <laughs> with work. Um, but I wouldn't love the ocean as much as I do if I hadn't learnt to swim. Otherwise, it would be this big, scary place full of seaweed that terrified me (laughs) as a small child. No, obviously. And we were talking before the show and thinking back to my childhood, you know, there were a couple of women here and there. And as I got older, I felt like there were more and more. And now I look at how much is on social media, even, you know, people doing not small things, but people who are doing their beach cleanups and they're really vocal, like Mm. they're inspiring women too. Um, I didn't feel like I had that when I was younger. And so now people are getting to see Shark Girl, even Dora the Explorer or Dora Ranger Explorer, Stacey. Exactly. Um, and I'd forgotten about Ranger Stacey until you mentioned <laughs> I was like, yes, I love Ranger <laughs> Stacey. So it's just all these different women that are coming up and they've been so vocal and inspiring that younger generation. I remember when I was a ranger and I had a girl and she saw me and she went, oh, my God, it's a girl ranger. I didn't know they existed. And oh. it was a moment that just clicked in me and I just went, wow like I can't believe that you know that might be something that young girls think oh I'm a girl I can't be you know working in the environment whereas now that's so different so all the young people out there know that no matter your age no matter your gender no matter your background you know science and the marine environment is a place for you absolutely it's just like that story and I don't know where it happened but there was a teacher and she asked her very young students to draw it was like a doctor, a firefighter yep. and a policeman or something. And, um, you know, a lot of the kids did draw men. Yep. That's, that's just what we, what we think of when we're little. And then she brought in, we, you know, women who were in each of these roles yep. and to show that it's not just men who can do these. Women can do it just as well yep. and bring a completely different skill set to the table, yep. which can be amazing in an area that needs a lot of problem solving and a lot of thinking outside the square and, yeah. Yeah. Women can do amazing things. Absolutely. Not necessarily better than men. I, I feel we're equal. We need yes. to be equal, but we just bring different skill sets. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do for the rest of your International Women's Day today? Um, I'd love to go down to the beach. Obviously, we've just been talking about all these I know, things. I you just got want to jump in the water. Um, so, yeah, just celebrating um, out and about. It should be nice. So this was my little celebratory thing for International Women's Day. So I was very happy to be invited back in today. I'm so glad you could join us. Please don't leave it another three years (laughs) until you come back on board. That really is ridiculous. Yes. Well, I'm catching up with a couple of my female friends tonight. I think we're going to go and eat a lot of Italian food down at Crown. They have an Italian festival on. Very nice. And then we're going to be like little kids and... Watch the fireworks at Mamba. Ah, great. And no, hopefully we celebrate. won't see too much rubbish along the banks of the Yarra. No, I hope not. Well, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of Out of the Blue for this week. Thank you so much for joining us for our special on International Women's Day. 
Remember, you can always listen to us on digital radio, audio on demand, or our podcast, which will be up later today or first thing tomorrow. Coming up next is a show about trans rights and solidarity. So enjoy the rest of your International Women's Day and get out there and thank the women in your lives. And thanks, Morgan, for joining us. Thank you. See ya. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.